morning. Growing up as a double PK, that means both my parents were priests, for those of you who don't know the term. I served as an acolyte in this church almost every week once I was old enough. This means I had a bird's eye view of people receiving communion week after week. Some people walked up solemnly, others hymnal in hand singing. But one young man made a particular impression on me. Every week, when he lifted up his hands to receive the bread and the wine, he would listen to my mom or dad say the body of Christ, the blood of Christ. Then, he would respond with the words, I believe. Other people would say amen, or cross themselves. Only he would say this. So I waited each week to hear him say it. And it often gave me chills. It was a powerful moment to witness his faith. And it encouraged me in my own. I wondered, what does it mean to truly believe that this is the body and blood of Christ? What does it mean to feed people the body and blood of Christ? Fast forward. Now, I find myself running a food pantry where we're feeding people in a different, yet not unconnected way. Preparing for my sermon this week, I've been reading Sarah Miles' book, Take This Bread. In it, she recalls the many stages of her life, from her time working for justice as a reporter in Central America to the first time she stumbled into St. Gregory's Episcopal Church in San Francisco, setting her on a path to start a food pantry of her own. At a particular part in her journey, Miles has just been asked to assist with the distribution of communion. Miles recalls one particular Sunday where she was giving communion and she suddenly felt and saw Christ looking back at her in the eyes of the one she was feeding. She describes how, at that very moment, all the doubts and cares and worries ceased. All that existed was her, the divine vessel in front of her, and Christ all being fed. You could say, well, of course, this is possible at communion, but I'm here to tell you that it can be just as true when we are feeding each other in other ways. Food can often become such a regular part of our lives that we hardly notice it. And for those of us who work with food as a living, like myself, a bartender, it can be even more 
mundane. But when we stop and think about it, food brings us so much more than just fuel. It gives us a place of gathering. It shows us that we are cared for by the one who made it. It's a medium in which we can create, express ourselves in ways that words simply will not suffice. It connects us in our humanity to one another. We all have to eat. Something happens when we feed each other or when we are fed by one another. A moment of deep connection, a recognition of our shared humanity and the divine in each of us. Hour by hour at the food pantry, it's easy to miss the sacred moments. We're busy. People are yelling at us, people are yelling at each other, and it all can seem as if we're just moments away from it all falling apart. But sometimes there are moments when the Holy Spirit breaks in and there's no denying. This happened to me last week during our monthly distribution. I found myself splitting my time between kneeling on the floor, taping together flimsy boxes, and running outside to try and get everyone to keep social distancing in the line. It's moments like this when my bartender brain kicks in right into rush mode. You don't, you don't have time to think about yourself. All you have time to do is to work. Because if you stop, everything slows down. After taking another 15 or so boxes with my silly looking white duct tape, I walked over to the window to see once more that people had bunched up. Time to go outside. If I'm entirely honest with you, I'm always nervous in moments like this. You never know where people might be in that moment, in their minds. What experiences they're carrying with them. What atrocities had been committed against them, maybe that very day. Oftentimes, I become a beating post for that pain. This time, when I went out, we had just run out of produce, so tensions were beginning to rise. Luckily, I had a handful of Star Market gift cards left over from a previous donation, and I began handing them out with the dry goods while desperately trying to get everyone six feet apart as I was bending down to mark another socially distanced spot on the line with my silly white duct tape, a woman I had just given a card to came up behind me and tapped my shoulder. Thank you, she said, in a rather thick Cajun accent. 
I just wanted to say thank you for all that you do. God bless you. begin to warm and as that warmth dropped to my eyes I began to cry I felt not just like this one woman's gratitude but it felt as if God himself was saying keep going I'm here with you I rather tactically made my way into the closet where our big freezer is, pretending to check on things. In that little dusty room, I was overwhelmed by the presence of God and was filled with gratitude for the opportunity to do this work. And I thought of that young man I watched taking me in all those years ago and quietly said to myself, I believe.